Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> this is Kelsey. This is Nicole. And this is Sex, Sex Drugs, and Rococo. This, oh, the Salacious <laughs> Art History Podcast. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> That's usually Kelsey's line. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. That was good. Okay, I have a, a warm Georgie on my lap. He's so sweet. I love his pink little nose. He's got pink little potties too. Oh my gosh. My boys are just what? dirty gremlins. <laughs> this little guy, he's cute. Well, yours are so cute and they're so velvety. Like, I mean, look at my sweatshirt right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. I don't think he sheds like so hair. much. And I just brushed him like Thursday? Mm. It's Saturday. He's still shedding. Oh my goodness. Guess we are changing seasons though, which is always fun because yeah. then he's changing his coats just like us, you know? <laughs> just like <laughs> us. Sounds like very Bob Ross. Very <laughs> Bob Rossy. Thank you. That's uh, the highest compliment. So, so welcome. Yeah, welcome. To this episode. We promise we have a topic. It's I'm getting spring. to it. Welcome. It is. <laughs> oh, I love spring. Um, how do I even start? <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I'm going to talk about, uh... You know, let's just start with the guy's name. All right. His name is Piero Manzoni. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about a few of his works, but specifically his two works um, entitled Line, or actually, I'll start with the other one, Lines of Exquisite Length, mm. and then The Line of Infinite Length. Mm. Oh, now you're getting crazy. <laughs> oh, nope. Okay. Jump down. Let me see how it is. So, um, the... Works that we're talking about specifically, they were a series done in late 50s, early 60s. I think it went from 1959 to 1961. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little background on our artist. Uh, he he was born, his name was Maroni Manzoni di <laughs> Chioasca e Pogolio. <laughs> Nicole's so good with these Italian names. Am I? <laughs> I just fake it. Remember, remember Mosa? Artemisa. Or, yeah. Artemisa yeah. Gentileschi. You, you that one. And oh, Caravaggio. Caravaggio. Caravaggio <laughs> had a name. Yeah, they have some gnarly names. Oh. Um, he was actually, like, a, he was a short-lived artist. Uh, he was born in 1933 and died in 1963, so he's only 29. Mm. Uh, his work called into question the nature of the art object. So he's kind of like with the Dada movement. Yeah, yeah. He missed the boat a little bit because he started doing these Dada-ish mm-hmm. projects later. But still the same kind of thing of like using uh, non-traditional pieces to make art. Sure. Uh, he also, his art was, uh, he was intending to tap into mythological sources to realize authentic and universal values. Whoa. Yeah. And he also was critiquing the culture of mass production and consumerism in the post-World War II Europe. Wow. That's very Dada. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like this kind of beginning of the make and throwaway culture. Mm. Mm. And then, um, I don't know why I wrote this down too, but he died of a myocardial infarction which what is that what does that mean that's just a fancy word for oh he got some pepper brody Georgie, no oh boy you bad cat Uh... (laughs) it's a heart attack 
which I just had. <laughs> oh no. Put the pizza away. <laughs> All right. So George absconded with one piece of pepperoni, but we got it back. <laughs> oh my gosh. He was sitting on the back of my chair earlier. And I was like, oh wow, weird. He never does that. And I forgot we had all of our lunch still out. Yep. Um, anything with meat, man. I can't. It's all about it. Can't keep him away from it. So myocardial infarction. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just means a heart attack. Heart but attack. I was like, why would you? Wait, is that how he died? Yeah, at 29. Oh, stop. Like, Dang. We are... Mm, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, yeah. We're still 26. We're still so young. Oh, my gosh. And we're still a birthday Cole special Cole. coming up. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Some people have... Topic for a... Oh, yeah. Mm. Some people have birthday day, week, month. We have birthday batch. We do. <laughs> birthday batch. That's right. Podcasts. Mm. So, um... Okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to start with um, some of his other works and then get into his works about the lines. So let me flip on over. I love that page turn. He's a. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's a weird fellow. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to be like another Damien Hurst mm -hmm. who's just like super pretentious? Like. Absurdist. Just absurd. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, no, man. I love this guy. I love him so much. So what first got me like a little bit worried about him was when I was reading, you know, the most reputable source out there, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was saying that he used an uh, array of, you know, sort of non-traditional, what's the other word I'm thinking of? Unconventional. Unconventional, yeah. Unconventional mediums such as fingerprints, blood, breath, and excrement. Mm. And I was like, no, no, yep. no, no. Like, I'm on board with Dada, not doo-doo. Like, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Okay. But then I started diving into his art, and I'll tell you the very moment that my opinion changed of him. So first, I was looking up his, his work that dealt with his breath, which um, is kind of cool. It's called Bodies of Air, or in Italian, <clears throat> Corpi de Aria. Um, oh, I think Sean's coming inside. We'll see. Um, but this is where he would blow up 45 balloons and set them on tripods. And it was about the, mm -hmm. it was kind of mocking the art world's obsession with permanence. Yeah. And then just kind of throwing back to like the limits of physicality um, that are placed on everything in our world. But also something else funny is that Again, these 45 balloons would be blown up by a person with their breath, but depending on the price paid, he would either do it himself or be like, well, here's the setup. You have to do it. Mm, oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> or like have someone else do it. I was like, that's awesome. Um, and then the next one I'm going to dive into is called The Consumption of Art by the Art Devouring Public. Ooh. Have you ever heard of this? No. This is where my opinion changed. I cannot wait to hear about it. Okay, so now we're going into his fingerprint material. Medium. Material, medium. Same thing. Sure. Um, so this man boiled 70 eggs. <laughs> so that he had 70 hard-boiled eggs. Uh -huh. And put his thumbprint on each of the shells. And then he, like, he ate a whole bunch in front of whoever was in the gallery that day, like the audience. Mm. And then he started passing them out and he was like, eat the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so like his whole work was like, you know, you had this egg 
with his thumbprint and then like by the end of it like they're all gone because everyone ate them what a what a curious performance piece and again about that like permanence mm-hmm. of uh, the art object yeah yeah <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh i'd love to go to an art gallery and show up like not knowing what to expect and then being like given an Forcing egg and being like to eat, eat it yeah. <laughs> uh like I hope he had like some salt or something. <laughs> it's just rude if you don't. Right. And then uh, going into that most curious of uh, medium, excrement. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a work which I see you pulled up a picture I know, of I earlier. I have pictures of the cans. I also have a picture of it. Yeah. So it's called uh, Merda, Mer Merda Merda di Artista, which just means. Um, uh, it's right on the label there, it says artist's <laughs> shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I do have a lot of that in my studio, but he's meaning <laughs> it literally. Like, it's, yeah, it's labeled, it mm-hmm. says contents 30 grams, net weight, freshly preserved, produced on, what does that say? May 1961. Yep. Yep. Wait, are they all from the same day? Because, damn. <laughs> <laughs> all those eggs. Because he made, ew, he made 68. So I hope they were spread out. Yeah, because on the can, it oh they produced and tinned oh, okay. in May 1961. Not the same day, but oh, the okay. month. Wow. Wow. Okay, all birthday right. special. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> May. Picture it. May 1992. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So there's 68 known cans oh of Merda D'Artista. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing that um, also kind of sold me because I was like, first, okay, ew, dude, like no one wants to buy that stuff. Right. Like you're just being ridiculous now. But it's packaged in these 30 gram cans. And he sold them based on the current price of gold. So yes. he weighed out, like, the 30 grams, mm-hmm. the price of gold in 1960, uh, I guess 61 in this case, was $1.12 a gram. So that's what he sold it for, yeah. $1.12 times 30. Yep. So he sold his doo-doo for the price of gold. Um, then everyone kind of speculates of what's actually in it um some say that like oh it's not real it's plaster and uh everyone has like different opinions some are like no it's like it's actually his his excrement and but and like perhaps like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what's in it the concept is there yeah and and that he's selling it for the price of gold is absolutely a part of the concept that Mm -hmm. is so radically important (laughs) <laughs> I still want to know. <laughs> um, Wiki said that no one has opened them, so no one really knows what's in it. And uh, just recently, like four years ago, so, you know, not entirely recently, but compared to 1961, on October 15th, 2015, 1054 sold for 182,000 euros. Ooh. So. That's a pretty penny. <laughs> Yeah, but even that is kind of like a parody of the work in itself that he's saying like this is worth its weight in gold and now people are paying like 
base I paid that much for my house in dollars right. like <laughs> right and again it's this cri- this critique on uh the art object and the artist itself right it, mm-hmm. it's not just this um it, it is literally what the artist has produced physically yeah, the maker produced, right like the maker <laughs> has physically produced and I love that you said like worth its weight in gold because like that's you know how much art do we look at when we go that's bullshit yeah that's such bullshit but look at how much money they've made for mm-hmm. it right and it's, it's that again that um that elevation of the art object and because of who has produced it and how they have produced it and in this case oh god I'm getting nauseous <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah I, I think that it has that same kind of like radical um and like you know big middle finger as like Ai Weiwei as mm-hmm. as you know like as um as Damien Hirst, it's, it's mm-hmm. all that same attitude, that same rebellious attitude, yeah, and a critique like, on the artist. It's a yeah. critique on, on like the the universal artist and what they produce, and is it worth that much? Right? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> but yeah, I just love the the absurdity of it. Of like, I'm gonna make this, and you're gonna buy it, yeah, like, even yep. if it's crap, <laughs> even if it's literal shit. Yeah, you, you're gonna buy it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So now let's switch over to his lines. Now that we've gone all right. through all of, his, all of his absurdity. I like this transition, though, however, from feeling very physical to something that is... Um, very conceptual. Very conceptual, yeah. yeah. I love these pieces. So I had, like, recommended this piece for Nicole. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, I think I'm going to do that one. I was like, damn, I want to do that one. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, it's I, I, I love it very much. So I'm very excited to, uh, to talk about these lines. Well, I hope I do it justice so then you're not disappointed, like... Dang it. I'm going to erase it. No, I'm going to do it. Okay. So I'm going to start with, um, excuse me, <laughs> lines of exceptional length. All right. So when I first was looking this up, because again, you know, I just took it off of Kelsey's master list of ideas, <laughs> which now I'm compiling my own. So I'm an adult. Right. <laughs> but uh, I saw the phrase line of infinite length. I'm like, ooh. I like that. Mm-hmm. So when I first started my research, it turns out there's kind of two branches. Again, it's the there's the line of exceptional length yeah. or lines of exceptional length and the lines of infinite length. So in starting, I thought they were the same thing. And then I quickly realized like, oh, they're kind of, but not. So the exceptional length came first. And what they are, um, well, just from the outside, if you were to see one, it's... It looks like a canister. It has a label on it, very much like you know the, the, the same labeling can. as the, yeah, as the other cans that yeah. we produced. He has this very um, just matter of fact label. It says um, who made it, when, and the length of the line. And then inside the canister is the line itself. So some lines were a meter long. Some were seventy-six meters long. And then there was one that was 7,200 meters long, which is, for all of us Americans, 4.4 miles. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kelsey just pulled up a picture of him making one where he kind of sits by this gigantic roll of paper right. with just a brush. It's, it's, he's like at a newspaper mill mm-hmm. and, and like the, the cylinder rolls and he just holds his brush to make that line, to create yeah. this straight line. Which I... I love that because these lines um, were made to kind of equal the circumference of the earth. Mm. And so it's kind of 
funny that it's done by sitting still. Yeah. Where he's traveling around the world with this line, but he's just at this one paper mill, letting yeah. the paper travel for him. Um, also the... Hmm. Hmm. I lost my spot. But I came in... I mean, you might have more information on this, too. I came into also the... The concept for this work, which I don't know if he ever, like, really finished, mm -hmm. was, again, the idea of the equator and who's going to leave a line in each major city. That was, like, a part mm -hmm. of it. So, okay. again, these, when you added them all up, they, right. would they would go around the world, but he also wanted to physically leave one in a different part of the world. And he has this, um, this kind of monument... In, oh, what's the town? I'll need to look that up, because it says on here. I forgot. But it's uh, Sosel du Monde. Mm -hmm. I believe it's somewhere in Italy. But that just means foundation of the world. And what's different about this is that the, the monument box, and again, it's just kind of like the, it looks like a base of a statue, right? but it's upside down. Mm -hmm. So the picture I have pulled up is this nude model standing on it. Um, yeah. But since it's upside down, like it's not presenting anything above it. It's presenting the world. So it's oh, saying like the world. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it's this so is good. The foundation <laughs> of the world. So a lot of his work also had to do with like mundanity. And so he was, you know, making these lines for the equator saying like, oh, this is a simple thing, but it's mm -hmm. everything. Like, here's a box that's upside down, but like, it's holding the world up. Right. Like this idea of like, it's simple, but it's everything. But like, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. And you, as you're showing me this and you're, and you like flip it over and now it's like the earth is on this pedestal. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's so simple, but it's so brilliant. It's right. so brilliant. That is upside right. down. And it's like, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to you again. That's the exceptional length. So this, oh, last thing on that. They're considered, like, in one of the articles I was reading, they called it an artist book. I was like, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like it yeah. a lot, yeah. Instead of sculpture mm -hmm. or mixed media, right, they called right. it an artist book, which is kind of cool, because usually you consider those almost like journals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's neat to think of this as, like, a, a journey yeah. But the infinite length. So the line of infinite length um, from the outside looks very much like the line of exceptional length. So again, it's this canister with a label. It tells you who made it, when it was made, and the length. Mm -hmm. uh, the difference is the infinite length canister for the distance or the length of the line, it just says infinite. And then unlike the exceptional length is... Uh, the infinite length canister is just a carved block of wood, so mm. it's solid. It's yeah. not. It doesn't contain beautiful. The paper. Yes. <laughs> so, um, the main, like the heart of this project, <laughs> just looked in the backyard. Sean's walking across the swamp. Sorry, distracting. <laughs> the heart of this project and a, a lot of his other works is about the experience mm. and. The, how you just experience these things in your mind and in your imagination. So he's saying that the object doesn't really matter. It's what you think it is or how you imagine it. And that mm -hmm. circles back to, you know, his consumption of the eggs. 
yeah, yeah. your experience of eating the egg versus like the permanence of this artwork. Um, it goes back to the balloons, the mm -hmm. experience of seeing all these balloons of blowing up the balloons if you didn't pay enough. <laughs> right, right. Versus having it stay around forever. So, yeah, beautiful. Like it's just a uh, beautiful concepts, right? And and something again, so so very simple. I mean, even just the uh, very very simple object of an egg, like that is uh, the one of the most like benign and basic objects I could mm -hmm. possibly ever think of. An egg. Right, um, a line. Mm -hmm. Like these are these are things that are just so incredibly mm -hmm. simple, but so well thought of, mm -hmm. and to to place into perspective that either physicality or temp temporal temp temporal. Mm. <laughs> we don't always temporal. know words. Sometimes we're not good at those things. No. Uh, yeah, but in that. Um, Permanence and impermanence, like yeah, the, the especially in time, R right? Temporal, I, right? Is that, I don't know. Oh gosh! Now I'm thinking. I'm saying like temporal chicken. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's like shrimp. Like mm, that's what I'm thinking of um, Yeah, but like the again, just this 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 concept and this idea that uh, that build up of I have all these lines of a certain spe specific length and and they're all in these canisters and now I have this one canister that is an infinite line mm -hmm. that is an infinite and and it's just like that's. Oh, canning that. Oh, man, that's... It's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And it's funny because he switched from kind of these works that were meant to be destroyed mm -hmm. to then these works of things that maybe aren't meant to be treasured that he's preserving. Yeah. So... That's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, the concept of infinity is something very, very interesting, too. And uh, It's mind-blowing. It is. I can't really wrap you know it up. Oh, my gosh, Nicole. I just had... Um, a critique with one of my professors so I, <laughs> during the school year every uh, every month I have a, a crit with one of my professors and my one professor love him but sometimes like I'm like what are you talking about mm. I don't understand you're not there's like, always <laughs> that point where you're like I'm following I'm following what yeah yeah so like our last critique it like it consisted of, like in like in that half hour video conference like 15 minutes was just him talking to me about infinity and I was like talking about mm -hmm. my work's about dogs <laughs> like what's going on is it though is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, and then you know the the idea of infinity is um inconceivable and then to be able to put this into a canister like that again mm -hmm. is another beautiful concept of like inside outside and of something of the uh, permanence impermanence and something of um something conceivable and inconceivable right mm -hmm. it's so giving that physical rendering to something un unimaginable mm -hmm. gorgeous yeah love this <laughs> really good also like throwback to absolutely everything in jars yes <laughs> yeah i think maybe that's why i wanted you to look at this one oh, maybe <laughs> yeah my senior thesis i mm. i just had everything in mason jars so it was like preserving the mundane which like boy speak to me about that <laughs> so good yeah oh i love it yeah. All right. That's all I got, unless you got anything else. Uh, you know what? I don't. Do you want to give his full name? Oh, didn't I? Oh, did you? I think so. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what but my, my other fact is going to okay, be the equator length. Oh, yeah. Because we already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, the equator, yeah. Let's hear it. Maybe I should have mentioned that in my research <laughs> before, but... So, the equator is actually... I'll give it to you in, uh, in KMs first, since he was Italian. <laughs> KMs. KMs. <laughs> The equator in kilometers is 40,000 mm -hmm. 
And then the equator in miles is around 25,000. So wow. that's a lot of paper. Yeah. But, yeah, and I also like the idea of taking something so big mm. and then canning it in these little tiny mm. canisters. Yeah, and I love, you know, even just um, the concept of canning. And canning is such, like, a, an old world. Uh, I just, like, I don't know, there's so much mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, it, like once it was a necessity and now it's mm-hmm. a hobby. Yeah, yeah, like my sister cans pickles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> pickles. You can also follow us on our social media uh, sites. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram handle is... Kelsey, let us know. <laughs> yeah, it's a S-E-R-A-H podcast, as in Sex, Drugs, and Rococo Art History Podcast. And on Facebook, you can just search Sex, Drugs, and Rococo, and we should pop up. Um, our email address is also the same as our Instagram, just in case you mm-hmm. want to send us any questions about art history or fan mail all your love send us your love yeah we'd love Um, to hear it you can find us at scrahpodcast at Mm gmail.com and thanks again thanks